Did you know that to achieve your financial goals, you must forgive yourself for your financial mistakes, learn from them, and keep moving forward? You must recognize where you went wrong and determine what has to be done to put things right. Hello, Action Taker. Welcome to Live Blissed Out, a podcast where I have inspirational and informational conversations with business owners and subject matter experts to help you get the scoop on a variety of topics. Tired of hesitating or making decisions without having the big picture? Want to be in the know? Then this is the place to go. I'm your host, Marissa Houston, helping you achieve bliss through awareness and action. So let's get to it. In this episode, Choya Wilson-Daniel shares some limiting beliefs that women experience and explains the importance of changing your mindset from scarcity to abundance. Choyo is a money mindset expert who helps women transform their relationship with money so they can live a life that is rich on purpose. When Choyo saw her name on a foreclosure list, she knew something was terribly wrong. She was in a love-hate, unpredictable relationship with money. She kept breaking up with it, and it kept breaking up with her. She worked hard, started side hustles, burnt the candle on both ends to grind out a six-figure income. But after years of rewarding herself for all her hard work by buying all the finer things in life, but not really looking at her finances closely, she'd hit rock bottom. That is when Choyo decided she had to change and invested her very last dollar in hiring a coach, and her entire relationship with money shifted for good. Today, she holds two master's degrees, is a licensed clinical therapist, runs a successful consulting practice, and has an incredibly fulfilling relationship with her money and her hubby. In her life-shifting book, Rich on Purpose, Choyo lays out the path to fixing broken finances and living a happy, healthy, long-lasting money relationship. To learn more, visit choyodaniel.com. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. Choyo, it's great to have you here today. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I am so, so excited to be here. Yeah, me too. And I get excited, especially when I talk to authors of books, because selfishly, I get to learn and I get to share what I learned today with our listeners. Would you mind sharing what we're going to be talking about? My name is Choyo Daniel, and I'm an author. I wrote the book called Rich on Purpose. And I wrote that book with the intention on helping every woman that get her hands on this book with becoming rich on purpose, which for me, that means rich on the inside. So do the internal work first. And then ultimately, as a default, you become rich on the outside. What are some of the things that you are finding that is taking place with women right now that makes them not achieve what they go after? Well, one of the main purposes of me writing the book is because I wanted a price point that every woman could afford because I offer masterminds and individual sessions, but a lot of women can't afford those services. But I felt like I needed to create a product that was affordable for everyone so I can continue to get this message out. One of the biggest challenges I see for women is that they have so many money blocks and those money blocks are preventing them from walking in their God-given purposes. And for most of us, our business is a vehicle for our purpose. So I wrote the book to help women to start identifying the block that's blocking the flow to ultimately helping them get in alignment to the goal that they want. 
oftentimes I find women are not understanding what is causing them not to reach the goals that they set out to achieve. They say things like, well, I'm taking all the classes. I've read a million books. I listen to podcasts and I try to develop myself, but for some reason, I'm not seeing results. I'm glad you pointed out the fact that there are blocks that they are dealing with. What are some examples of blocks that women are going through right now? Yes. One block could be, I'm not enough. That's a huge one. I see that so often with so many of my clients. I'm not enough. Another block is, I really don't deserve abundance. I don't deserve to be successful. I don't deserve to be wealthy. So those are like two big blocks that I see. And why do you think that women would say that, for example, in the second one that you mentioned, I don't deserve it? What makes them think they don't deserve to be successful or to achieve the things that they want to achieve in their lives? A lot of women equate working hard with success, and they don't think they have worked hard enough or long enough to have this freedom of money or freedom of time. The money block is I have to work myself to the bone to get the wealth that I desire. Ah, so you're saying it has to do with the fact that they feel like maybe they have to give up some of their happiness to go after what they want. And maybe that's not something that they think is realistic. So then they say, well, I can never work as hard as is necessary to get there. So I may as well accept the fact that that's not going to happen. Or pass up opportunities because in their mind and their programming is too easy. And if it's too easy, it doesn't feel like work. Wow. See, that's a perspective I never even considered before. You specifically talk about being rich on purpose, and it's really a money mindset. The women that are listening today, what can they do to shift that perspective so that they can get past that hurdle that they've seemed to be trying to get past for a long time and haven't succeeded at? I would say first to get really, really honest about those deep-rooted money beliefs, not what you're thinking in your conscious mind, but the deep-rooted beliefs that's in your subconscious mind, and then evaluate your relationship with money. My goal is to help women to develop a healthy relationship with money, for money to become a close, dear friend with them. And I would suggest that every woman start there, really stop and look at your relationship with your money. Does that mean, for example, that a rooted belief in money could be something like, I should give my services for free, I don't deserve to charge a certain amount like other people do because maybe I don't have as much experience or I'm not as good as that person. What does that look like when people have these beliefs that stop them from getting to where they want to go? Yes, those are some really, really good examples that you gave. One of mine was that there's never enough. We will always run out of money. So that was one of my deep-rooted beliefs, that there's never enough and there's not enough to go around for everyone. Ah, yes. I think that's a good one, especially if you're in a career where there are so many other people that provide your same services. At least in your mind, you're thinking, well, if I'm a financial planner, for example, and I give advice and there's a million other people just like me, why would they pay me versus somebody else? Right, exactly. Yeah, and I think sometimes we have to remind ourselves that even though the services in general might be similar, there's no other you. You are your own individual and you have something to offer that that other person might not. 
Right. And it's so important that we start creating and developing a new belief because typically those beliefs are developed from childhood and was passed down from generation to generation to generation. And a lot of times we do not stop to evaluate our money beliefs. We evaluate every other area in our lives, our relationship, our health, our spirituality, but we never really stop and ask ourselves, what do we really believe about money? And is this true? So I have so many women, including myself, we're dealing with our parents' belief systems. We're on autopilot. This is not even our thinking. We're operating off of someone else's thinking. And I like to tell people a lot of times it's from your great, 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 great grandparents who lived in a great depression that just kept passing these beliefs on, passing these beliefs on, and no one ever stopped to question these beliefs with something as simple as saying, is this true? It's so important. Part of what we should be doing, especially as business owners, is meditating. And when I say meditating, it's stopping for a moment and thinking really hard about what's working and what's not working and reevaluating things. Sometimes we think that because we do that, we're wasting time. And time is precious. We got to get on a list. We got to keep doing stuff. And that's not doing. And so people don't really make that part of their daily routine, but it really does need to be a part of it because that analysis, that questioning, that's what helps you get to the next step. Can you give us an example of one belief and then what can be done to shift your mindset on that belief? One belief I hear all the time is I do not deserve to charge a high price ticket talking about entrepreneurs. And the affirmation that I like to give is I serve, I deserve, because not only are the women not willing to charge what they're worth, they're giving so much away for free. They're just giving it away. So the affirmation is I serve, I deserve, and they have to embody that. Are you searching for a trusted merchant service provider for your business? SG Associates LLC is your partner for quality payment and merchant service solutions. With over 15 years of experience in credit card processing, SG Associates offers merchants the best pricing, products, and customer service available from a payment and solution service provider. Their number one goal is to save their merchants as much as possible on their credit card processing fees. To learn how they can help you, call one 800 455-5211 or visit sg-associatesllc.com. I'd love your thoughts on this. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that we compare ourselves to somebody else that perhaps is charging a lot of money because they've been doing it for decades and they have so much experience. They've gone through all the ups and downs and are finally at a point where they can charge. And that doesn't necessarily mean that we can't do the same, but we also can offer other services, like you mentioned with your book, something that's more attainable for people that can't afford your higher ticket price, give them different options, and then lead them through that path rather than thinking that, oh, well, I can't charge that much, so I just can't do this. There's no justification for me to be able to provide my services because people can't afford me and I don't think they're going to pay for my services. Yes. And don't think I'm smart enough or I know enough. And it goes right back to that I'm not enough, which is a self-image issue. So I have to walk women through the self-image maker. I always tell women, you cannot outperform your self-image. And I struggled with that for years because I didn't think I was enough. So I went back to get 
all of these different degrees, all of these different certifications and every degree and every certification that I got, I still was saying I wasn't enough. And it wasn't until I changed my self-image, then I was able to overcome that. So I was looking on the outside, the degrees, the certificate, this piece of paper to validate me. And in reality, the work was internal. And when I done that internal work, I didn't need another piece of certificate, another piece of paper or another degree to know that I was enough just as I am. And I start showing up differently in the world. Yeah. And I'm so glad you pointed that out because we're all in different stages. You may not think you're enough in whatever circumstance you're in right now. But to somebody else, they have not been through what you've been through at this point in life. So you can help people and they have to decide whether you are the right fit for them as well. Like we don't all make the same choices and what resonates with one person may not resonate with somebody else. You are the perfect fit for someone out there and you got to start with that someone and then build it. And then you also become transformed because who you are today is not going to be the same person you are going to be years from now. Right. It's definitely an evolution and it's a beautiful unfolding. Yes. And the other point, Choyo, that I wanted to bring up with you is that I think part of the problem is all the free content that's available today. People feel like, well, how is somebody going to pay me for my services when they can just go online and research things and get the answers that they're looking for? Do you find that women say that to you? They do. And I share with women, yes, everything we want to know is available on Google, but people pay for convenience. The average person spent a lot of time searching Google pieces stuff together. But if you have a framework that's already together, that's proven and reliable and repeatable, people will pay you for the convenience of not having to search and do research on all of these different topics. Yes. And I'm glad we're talking about this because there's two things here that we can address. One of them is customization. A lot of this information is general and it's not specific to an individual's challenges. And so you being able to help that person with their specific circumstance is golden. And the other element of that too, don't you think, is accountability. We always have good intentions. We're saying, oh, I've got all these plans. I'm going to do X, Y, Z or whatever. And then it sits on a piece of paper and nothing actually happens. And so having a source to not only guide them, but encourage them to take action, that's something that you can't get online. Correct. And you can't see your own blind spots. So you have that culture, that mastermind that not only give you accountability, but it's actually coaching you through the parts that you're going to get stuck at. And you're probably going to get stuck at the same part each time. And you're not aware of why you're sabotaging. You're not aware of why you keep getting stuck. But that coach or in that mastermind group can help to expand your awareness. So it's so important to plug into the awareness of someone who has a higher awareness than you do. Yeah, getting different perspectives and also being able to avoid a lot of pitfalls that you've already seen people make. Even though we know, and I say this all the time, mistakes are part of the journey. We have to accept the fact that we are never going to get from A to Z without falling down in some way. That's a natural progression. But how often you fall down is the key. If you've got somebody that's been there and can help you avoid some of those pitfalls, then it helps you get there faster with less pain. Yes. I tell people all the time, I have two black belts, one in success and one in failure. (laughs) I look at them the same, but let me help you avoid 
wasting a lot of money and all the things that I did early on. Yeah. In fact, the best coaches are coaches that have failed, I believe, because they know they've been there. They've felt the experience. They've done those challenges and beat themselves up over it. And now they're really determined to say, I'm going to do my best for the people that I helped and not have them go through what I went through. Right. And I changed my relationship with failure. It's totally different. I look at failure so different now than I did before. I used to beat myself up. I don't beat myself up anymore. It was so much learning in that opportunity. And that's how I look at it. And that perspective, Choyo, is so huge. Once you start to accept the fact that failure is part of the process, you realize that, wow, I'm so glad I made that mistake because now I know and I'm not going to do it again. Rather than get upset with yourself and feel like you did something terrible or that it was a waste of time. Right. So I fail fast now. (laughs) Yeah, fail fast. I just love that concept. And it took me personally a long time to accept that myself. And now it's liberating to go, oh, well, oops, that was another learning experience. And you just laugh it off, make an adjustment and realize that it's so normal and not to beat yourself up over it. Yes. And one of the major things is if I'm failing at something, that means I'm trying. That means I'm doing something. That means I'm in action, which is a win all within itself. That is so true. I think we spend our days absorbing information because we're so afraid to fail. We just want to learn as much as we can so that in our minds, we're thinking, well, if I learn all this stuff, I'm not going to fail. I'm getting all this information. But the reality is when you actually put it into practice, you're still going to fail. Yes. And that's just part of it. Then you can say, well, see, look, I did it. Now I get it. Really, it's the application that teaches us. You can have the knowledge, but if you don't apply the knowledge, you're never really going to advance to the next level. Right. And that's where the real learning takes place. Oh, I love it. Choyo, how do our listeners get a hold of your book and learn more about the services that you offer? My book is on Amazon. It's called Rich on Purpose. And they can visit my website, ChoyoDaniel.com. And I'm also on all social media platforms under Choyo Wilson Daniel and Love Shift Coaching. So they can just go there, get all the information they need, and also look on Amazon to get a better understanding of your book and how it can help them, right? Yes, correct. Thank you so much, Choyo, for being here to share this with us so that we can help women achieve the success they've been striving for. Correct. And I believe it's 95% mindset and 5% strategy. That's just my personal belief. (laughs) I am so with you, Choyo. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. Have a great day. You too. That's a wrap for this episode of Live Blissed Out. Thanks for listening. And thanks to Choyo Wilson-Daniel for joining us on the show. If you have a question or comment for a future episode, all you have to do is go to speakpipe.com forward slash L-B-O-V-M or click the link in the show notes to leave a brief audio message. If you find value in our show, please visit liveblistout.com to reach out, subscribe, and share on social media. This show is made possible through listeners like you. Thank you. So long for now, and remember to keep moving forward.